Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. Sadly, today it's just me. My poor sweet baby is sick and under the weather, and she was going to try to tough it out and do today's devotional, but it's um, it's just going to be pushing it, and there's no sense in trying to you know get her to force that. So um, as far as it goes for our typical sat- Super Saturday special episodes, whatever, where we do our devotional and then a long form. Um, I'm just going to do devotional and then I'm going to talk for a few minutes on prayer because the devotional is actually on prayer. I'm going to try to keep it pretty short and quick for you all. And then once Tori feels better, we're going to make it up to you all and do a long form um, throughout the week. But I'm just going to go ahead and jump into it. I'm reading out of New Morning Mercies, which is by one of my favorite Christian authors, Paul David Tripp. And it's the June 12th daily devotional. And it says this, prayer is much more than bringing to God your list of wants, desires, and needs. It is a radical act of worship that reminds you of who you are, who God is, and what life is all about. Prayer is surrender. And then the devotional has six different points of what prayer is. Number one, prayer is surrender to the reality that there is someone more ultimate than you. It's natural for each of us to shrink our field of hopes, dreams, and daily concerns down to the small turf of our personal wants, needs, and feelings. Prayer is surrender to the worldview of the first four words of the Bible, in the beginning, God, and as such, it puts us in our rightful place. Number two, prayer is surrender to the reality that life isn't just about you. If prayer wouldn't be prayer, if it did not acknowledge God's existence, then prayer defines us as well. We simply aren't the creators, kings, and owners of our lives. We belong to God for His purpose and His glory. Prayer is letting go of personal autonomy and bowing in reverence to God. Number three, prayer is surrender to the reality that you need help. Prayer means humbly confessing that not only are we not autonomous, we are also not self-sufficient. Prayer reminds us that we were not designed to live independent lives. We cannot be what we were made to be or do what we have been called to do without the personal, gracious, and continuous intervention of the one who made us. Number four, prayer is surrender to the reality that there is wisdom greater than ours. Prayer confronts us with the fact that we are not as smart as we tend to think we are. It reminds us that there is so much we don't know or even understand. It tells us that life is not found in our limited understanding, but in surrendering our lives to the care of the one whose understanding spans from before origin to beyond destiny and includes everything in between. Number five. Prayer is surrender of your rights to live as you choose. Prayer is bowing the knee to the reality that you and I do not have any natural right at all to do what we want to do with our lives. We have been created to live inside God's boundaries. Number six, prayer is surrender of your hopes to God's grace. Prayer is remembering that there is no hope in life and death that does not result from the grace of God. I give up my hopes in me and place my hopes in him. And if you want further study on that devotional, you can go check out Psalms 63. Um, but I'm just going to talk for a few minutes about prayer and then I'm going to pray on out because I've had such an interesting journey with prayer. And 
it's on it. Okay. I'm, I'm probably just going to open up and get a little vulnerable here for me. I was taught by my parents to be self-sufficient, which I think is, by the way, a really good thing. I um, And I am not used to depending on God. And so whenever I became a believer, I was already viewing myself as an adult who's contributing to society, who takes care of everything he needs to take care of, blah, 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 blah. And it's been really hard for me to backtrack and to start to depend on God and to start to hope in things that are outside of my control and to to be a child. It's been really hard for me to do that. And so I've gone through an entire smorgasbord of emotions as I've tried to pray. And because there was a period of time where I looked at God as a sugar daddy in the sky, where basically if I, you know, if I wanted something from him, I would pray. And then if he didn't answer my prayer, I would take it personally and I would think that I need to change my behavior. It's like, oh, well, because I thought that thought or I did that thing, that's why he didn't answer my prayer. And I started going to behavior modification to try to manipulate God to give me what I wanted. I didn't realize that I was looking at God as just some genie in the sky. And it was how rude of me. Um, That was a hard thing for me to realize. And the thing that that opened my eyes to that is that in the book of Daniel, uh, is it Daniel? I need to go look it up anyways, but there's this, um, there's this part where there's these three people that were, um, kind of captured by King Nebuchadnezzar and they were going to be cast into like this fiery furnace. Right. And he says to them, King Nebuchadnezzar says to them, cause they wouldn't bow down and worship him. He says, if you don't bow down and worship me, I'm going to throw you to this fiery furnace and melt the flesh off your bones. By the way, I'm paraphrasing. And they reply to him. It's like verse 16 or 17 or something. They reply to him, our God is capable of saving us. And that's what I knew. Our God is capable. He can save it. He can redeem it. He can heal it. He can provide it. He can do it. Right? I love that. That's what I was taught when I first became a Christian. But then as you continue, and I think it's either verse 17 or verse 18, they continue saying, but even if he doesn't, we will not bow down and worship you. And I had never been taught that up until that point. And I, I never worshiped God for God. I was only worshiping him for the fact that he helped me. And like that just, it was a very use and abuse relationship. And so since then, I've started to try to worship God because he's God. And it's really just expanded that prayer so much more. And that's why I love this devotional is because there were six points right there that I just read that just broke down different forms of how you can understand prayer, where typically we think about prayer is, oh, you know, my wife is sick. I'm going to pray for her healing and pray for her comfort in this time, which, by the way, is really important. But there's so much more. Think of it like this. Think about worship. We love worship music in our house. We have it playing all day, every day. It's it's a special time for us to have worship music on. It just, it lifts our spirits. But if you think worship is only music, then you've missed it. Worship is far more than that. Worship is our response to what God has done. Our, it, it's the way we breathe. It's the way we, we, we talk to people that have hurt us. It's the way that we work hard and to be excellent unto the Lord and not for man. Worship is everything we do in response to what God has done. And prayer has so many facets in it that can open up our relationship with God and take us to new levels with him. And that's what I've been experiencing. And it's been so special. And it's also been really hard too. 
because that means I have to get real with God about stuff. I have to practice confession with him. I have to open up those areas that he knows about that I'm afraid to tell him. It reminds me of Adam and Eve in the Bible whenever they were concealing themselves with fig leaves. He's like, why are you doing that? And they replied and said, it's because we're naked. He said, who told you that? They did something wrong and they immediately started to cover themselves. We all have metaphorical fig leaves that we're using to cover up the dark parts, the private areas of our lives. And we have to be careful of that because we need to invite God into those areas because he can illuminate those and heal us and help us and forgive us and help us feel freedom. And so I just want to encourage you guys just that there's so much more to prayer. You should check out different forms of lamentations, um, which is basically you crying out to the Lord in seminary. That was a project I did, which was really special. I had to write my own lamentation. And if I can go find it in somewhere in my, my old computer, or it's somewhere in my files because I've, I've got a new computer since um, I was in seminary, I'll try to find it and I'll read it to you all because it was me crying out to the Lord just like David did. It were things are not good, God, and I'm sad and I'm hurt and I'm wondering what's going on, but I was being honest. I was being real. We don't want to fake things for God because he knows what's really going on in our heart and he meets us with exactly what we need. And so I just want to encourage you guys that if you are struggling to pray or you're looking to expand your prayer life, um, there's so many fun books on it. There's a book called Prayer by Tim Keller, which I really enjoy. There's a book called The Circle Maker by um, Mark Batterson. Um, there's several. I, I could probably, you know, list a few more. But um, one thing that I do practice is this thing called ACTS, A-C-T-S. And as I pray, A is adoration, C is confession, T is thanksgiving, and S is supplication. And so you'll hear me in my prayers is as I'm about to pray out, I will walk you through how I pray. And it really reminds me of my place in God's plan as I pray. And it it's it's really good because it's um sometimes we get so caught up in just praying for the thing we want, we forget to pray to the God we we love and serve. So I'm gonna go and pray out. And again, thank you guys for being patient with us. Um it's Friday night, it's 10 p.m. and my sweet wife is typically next to me and it feels kind of weird to not have her with me, but we will get you a long form soon and we love you. So Lord, thank you for this sweet time. Thank you for these moments that we can turn to you. We can look at you and say, wow, this is not what we expected, but this is what you are doing. And we can we can have reverence for you to know that there is a plan far bigger than our understanding. And we can acknowledge that and we can be happy in that and we can praise you in that because it doesn't fit our own understanding. We wish it were different, God, but right now it's not. And we are going to worship you inside of this because we know how big you are. We know how righteous you are and how grand you are. And we know that you want the best for us, God. We know you do. And so we're going to believe that. We're going we're gonna to trust in that, God. And Lord, we're sorry for the ways that we have fallen short, God. You told us we would. We, you told us in Scripture that we would stumble, but we wouldn't fall, God. So thank you for using the Spirit in our life. Thank you for using your Holy Spirit to keep us from falling. God, I pray that you'll you'll help us to confess those parts of our lives to you, to open up. And Lord, we just ask for your forgiveness, your true forgiveness. Lord, we just ask that, that that forgiveness will wash over us and make us feel true freedom 
from the things that we're that we're running to god and thank you for that thank you that you that you're going to forgive us and thank you for all the sweet blessings in our life thank you for this podcast and thank you for um all the wonderful people on discord and our patreon our youtube channel and instagrams and everything and all the way that they encourage each other thank you that this is a community that you planned ahead of time god you knew this was going to happen before we did and we just get to live in it and experience it and thank you that you planned something so special for us lord and Lord, we just pray that you'll expand it. We pray that you'll expand it through each and every single one of us, not just Tori and I, every single person listening to this. God, we pray that you will expand your kingdom through us, God. Lord, we also pray that whatever is going on in our hearts right now, everyone has different prayer lists, God. We pray that you'll help us run to you to keep our hope in you and to keep our trust for provision, God, for for help, for peace, for healing. We pray that you'll help us run to you more, God, and experience prayer on a more regular basis. God, help us desire to pray to you more, Lord. We thank you for all you're going to do in our lives. And Lord, I'm just going to leave some room here for our audience to continue to pray. And I'm praying with them, and I know Tori is in spirit as well. Amen, God. I am so used to Tori replying to that. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. I know this is a little different episode, but um, we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Adios.